the gift of the Blessed Mother in our lives. It's an awesome gift that God chose her from all women to bear his son. A woman built, a woman formed in purity. No sin was to touch her. The birth that she gave to her son was immaculate, pure, clean. To have that great gift must have been remarkable for her. To imagine on the day of the Annunciation when the Holy Spirit would send this angel to her. You are going to bear a son. How can this be? I have not had any relations with a man. Don't worry about it. God's great at saying, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Because this child is going to be the savior of all the world. To be open to that gift. It had to be so humbling that God chose her to bear his son. Created just like us in everything but sin. To imagine how that must have been, how she would watch her son grow, be there to nourish him, to feed him God's love, to be his protector in so many instances. And yet she would have to suffer such pain at the end of his life. To see this son that she loved so dearly, knew that he was going to be the savior of the world, and to see him put on a cross as a common criminal. The tears that she left that day. She was so humbled in watching her son die on the cross. But God has raised her up. Because of her purity, she was raised body and soul into heaven. It was in 1950 that she was given this wonderful gift by the church in proclaiming her Annunciation, which has been really believed between the East and Western Church since the second century. They've held her in great honor because she did. She gave birth to God. Theococcus, child God-bearer. Imagine how that must have been for all the, her relatives as she comes today to Elizabeth. It's interesting to see we have this great contrast. Elizabeth, who was old, thought she was unbear- unable to bear a child, and yet God blessed her. It's going to be okay, Elizabeth. You're going to bear a son too. And he's going to direct people to the Christ. That's why he leapt in the womb, because he was in the presence of God. We are in the presence of God. How often do we leap for joy at his presence? That's exactly what we should do. That's what we do when we come up to receive the Lord in the Eucharist. When we say amen, it should be our leaping time. It is said that when we say amen, we should say it with distinction. Amen. 
This is what I believe. That Jesus Christ is present to me. That so many think it's only a piece of bread. Our faith needs to be reignited in this faith. That's what we celebrate today in this wonderful baptism of John Paul. Two wonderful names. That's why St. John Paul chose John and Paul from the two preceding popes. But he wanted to continue the message of both John and Paul from ancient time. To follow their inspiration in our lives is so important. To truly be able to say amen when we come in the face of God. To really understand what we are receiving in this Mass. Our Savior, who wants us to be with Him for all eternity. To imagine the power of God's presence within our presence, in our presence at this moment. That God loves us so much, He's willing to give us this sacrifice so we can continue to grow and feel his presence in our lives. We pray for John Paul, for his parents, godparents, his family, because they are our family. The family of God, brothers and sisters, sharing God's incredible love and grace for us. May the Lord continue to inspire us and fill us with that inspiration to be a witness to give ourselves to our brothers and sisters for the life of our church.